0: I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Monday. I hope your weekend treated you well. I have gotten so deep into the bird watching journey, my friends. I don't know when it happened. We've talked about it before, but it's gone one level deeper into I have now named some of the birds. We have this cardinal couple that shows up every single morning and oftentimes like multiple times per day we'll see them here and I named them Fran and Nerve, and they're they're my friends now. These are my friends and I am very attached to them. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a hard time if they leave but it's interesting that it's such an easy time naming these birds but I have been having quite the time trying to name you, listeners. I <laughs> I always call you friends because listener felt weird, honestly. Saying listeners felt strange to me. Friends feels more true, but I have had the hardest time. I feel like people come up with these really clever names for their audience and then it, it feels really fun and I've had the hard time. I had some come in and I've liked a lot of them. I had Any of friends, which I liked because I do already call you friends. We've had coffee pod, which appeals to me on multiple levels. This one's doing a lot of things for us. It it covers coffee, it covers podcast. Coffee pods are a thing, but you are also a pod because you're a grouping. So that one, you know, maybe our front runner right now. I, I like the coffee pod. I'm gonna play with it, see if it starts to feel natural. I feel like you're not supposed to tell all this, like, inside stuff. You're supposed to just start doing it, and then everyone will be like, okay, this is what we're doing now. Um, But I'm weird, so I'm going to make it weird. But, okay, coffee pod, I do like it. Okay, I like it. That felt nice. Um, We're going to keep playing with it. Okay, so let's get into the three good things for me this week. Number one, I have been embracing being out of my comfort zone I recently was reading about how we actually only grow confidence when we do things out of our comfort zone, that we have to push ourselves out of what feels natural in order to build confidence, and I have just kind of this obvious like type 7 proclivity toward things that make me feel good and avoiding things that make me feel bad, and so yeah, I have been just kind of like living into a comfort space for me for a while. And that's not always working. Like sometimes what feels good, quote unquote, in the moment can lead to you not feeling great long-term. And so for me, what that's looked like is just kind of weirdly becoming a homebody, which is something I never thought would happen. But you know, 2020 really changed me, I think, in a dramatic way. And I have been a homebody ever since. Like I really just have, I mean, I love to travel, but like doing things around our city, I've, I've avoided it, and so I've really just been stretching myself out of my comfort zone, and it's feeling real good. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but the second good thing is the soup dumplings from Trader Joe's. I don't think I could have enough conversations about them, honestly. They are so good. I love them. I don't live in a city where, like, we have a lot of really good Asian food, um, from like different cultures, like we have some good food and, and the place that has soup dumplings in our town, they have, I love almost everything else on their menu, but I just, their soup dumplings are not my favorite. And I, this gives me like a little bit, like a teeny tiny little taste of things I've had in other cities. (laughs) And so I'm loving them. Um, I put soy sauce on them and chili onion crunch and. so good. And the third, I just want to celebrate the lunch date. The act of meeting someone for lunch, I love it. Even if it's just myself or my husband or a friend or a stranger, just the act of a lunch date is such a treat. One, it means that I don't have to pack a lunch, which I hate to do. Two, it means that there's a container which is supportive for me and the way that I my brain works. And also third, it's like a fun little breakup in the workday to just kind of have some time to socialize and interact. I also pretty much like to have my evenings for like myself and my fam. And I don't really like to go out on the weekends. <laughs> so I, the lunch date is like, that's the winner for me. And um, that's, that's yeah, that's where I've been lately. Really cool stuff, guys. I'm, I'm <laughs> really fun. All right, so let's get into what we're talking about this week, what I'm learning. So there are several things that I wanted to talk about this week and I've been really struggling to prioritize them. But this weekend I had an experience that made it really clear what I wanted to discuss. Um, So first of all, what I did is I, I worked with a company, a vibrator company for a sponsorship on Instagram. This is not the first time that I've done this. This is the second time that I've done this. And in fact, like I am pretty picky about sponsorships. Like, if I, especially on Instagram, um, or I think just in general, I have pretty like strong standards. But this one felt really fun, and I just thought like this is this is super fun for me. I used to be a boudoir photographer. Like, this isn't completely out of character. Um, but I think for my audience, sometimes some of the audience who maybe doesn't follow me as closely felt really shocked. Um, And maybe they have different belief systems that make that a different experience for them than it is for me. And they had feelings about it. And those feelings really came up. And what was interesting, I wrote a post about how to release shame around self-pleasure. And so the responses to that were fascinating to me because the entire post is about releasing shame but people in the comments were actively projecting shame and and so watching that happen was interesting and it got me to thinking about how I respond to people like this in person versus how I would respond to them online and I just want to talk about that a little bit and kind of what I've been learning in regards to that so a lot of the comments were this is bad this is wrong um There was one that said you should feel shame and things like that. And here's the problem I got a question on Instagram that was like, um, Do you, does this, do your responses to these people come naturally or is this something you had to learn? Because I, I'm pretty like quippy about it. And I think I was like, unfortunately, uh, you know, this is something that comes really naturally to me. I'm a sass mouth. I also don't like to be shamed. I don't like to see other people shamed. I, my eight wing is strong. Like I feel very protective of people who I think are being shamed. And so I am quick to just be, to like kind of pick fun. Like, and I think it is the seven in me that comes out kind of like wanting to make a joke. And the problem is that sometimes that joke, even if the joke is justified, right? Like even if, I'm doing it to show that this is ridiculous and, like, you shouldn't shame people. It's still the joke at another person's expense, which just doesn't, for me, line up with my integrity. But sometimes it just comes real easy, okay? Like, it's just like, yep, got it, quick response. And so for a long time, I just wouldn't respond to comments. Like I wouldn't read comments. I wouldn't respond to them. The problem with that for me though was that I started to feel very disconnected from like the human beings behind what I was doing which made me feel extremely like I was in some sort of like virtual reality situation. (laughs) Like I was just like putting stuff out there. I wasn't connecting back and I think in order for this weird job that i have to work i have to be in participation of that relationship where i need to be also listening to you all like just like i'm sharing things i also want to be hearing things and responding and and contributing and learning from you just as much as i'm like sharing what i've learned and i think that that's a true relationship like an actual dynamic versus just like i like to hear myself speak so all of that to say here's what, that's what happened, right? People, I posted about that. People got triggered. I responded by making light and kind of picking on it and being like, that sounds weird. That's a weird choice. Um, But that's not ever how I would respond to someone in person. And while I think it's like, oh, it's like fun, clever, and quippy to like respond quickly to that. And it kind of shows them they shouldn't comment like that. I don't think it actually like helps anything. And When I'm in person with someone who is different than me or believes differently than me, my intention is not to shame them. My intention is to like invite them in. Um, Because here's the thing that I really kept coming to grips with is that in order to shame people, I just cannot fathom the amount of shame you have to be carrying around. Or in order to feel so scared of self-pleasure there's probably some degree of insecurity or fear or shame that you're carrying yourself that you're kind of putting on to everyone else and i haven't always believed like i do right like i haven't always <laughs> felt comfortable with the things that i'm currently comfortable with or felt safe in the way that i feel safe now and i i had friends and loved ones and media that invited me into new ways of thinking and so I don't want to isolate anyone who believes differently than me because I truly do know and believe that people can change and that people are available for change but that change doesn't actually happen in isolation change happens in community and so if I'm pushing people out I'm telling them you are what you are, you can never change. And and when I was thinking about women especially who were responding this way, I felt like I started thinking about like the most complicated characters in movies or in books are the ones who work against their own best interest, you know, like in order to get closer to power, about the like the women in the handmaid's tale who were like disciplining the handmaids and how like these women who are shaming other women, it's coming from this desire to be closer to men, right? Whether that's through keeping their husbands or whether that's through pleasing their pastors or pleasing the like masculine figure of God that they have in their minds and how like I have so much empathy for that in a weird way. Like, and I think we can hold that space for, it's absolutely not okay to shame people. I can hold that ground while also offering compassion and empathy and inviting them into new perspectives, which I think is something that I do really well in person. Like if I'm sitting across from you at lunch and you say, I think vibrators are evil, I'm more inclined to go, why? Let's talk about that. Like, where did that come from? where did you hear that story why do you feel that way? What are you afraid of? Like what's what's coming up for you when you talk about that? Versus, and I can even offer the empathy of like, I've been there before. I understand where you're coming from. I can honor that perspective, but let me give you a different perspective. Let me offer some other information. But the internet is built to be like quick interactions, right? We're supposed to just be like quickie, clever, um, fast, And I think oftentimes people want me as a community host to stand in the middle for them. And I think I'm finding a balance of, like, in general in my life, just needing to slow down and wait a lot more than I am comfortable doing. Because I think when I can, like, do that, I can respond from a different place. From a place where I feel like we have time to invite people in. Yeah. And I think... It's just an area that I want to grow in. It's probably one that I will not grow in perfectly, (laughs) you know? I think it's something that when you're getting an influx of opinions all at once, um, it's very hard to remain in your higher self, right? To operate from a place of like, conscious thinking. It can be really easy to just react and respond from a place of being triggered or being defensive. Um, and sometimes for me, and I think in the case of this situation, protective. You know, I felt really protective of the people who are reading those comments and not wanting more shame spoken over them. And so I i kind of respond really quickly sometimes. But I'm, I'm really wanting to pay attention to if I was sitting down with someone at lunch and having this conversation, is this how I would respond? And maybe, you know, but probably not in general. So the truth is, though, I just want to say, like, we rarely get that opportunity to say exactly what we intend to say. I think, I think in general, there's so many synapses firing in our brains that saying exactly what we hope we would say in a perfect world, in a perfect scenario is pretty tricky, but I have a better chance (laughs) of doing that when I slow down, when I have like an intention, when I know who I wanna be, I might not always hit that mark, but I'm gonna try as much as I can to be that person on purpose. So that's what I've been thinking about lately. It's just kind of that engagement with people online versus how I respond in person. Now, let's get a little bit into some updates from the past week. So last week in my life, I was socializing like crazy. Um, We had two things at my husband's school. I like hung out with friends multiple times. I was like more social than I've probably been in years. Um, And I will say like the very first time, like the first party at my husband's school, I felt very nervous and shy Um, I felt very out of place and like uncomfortable. And I went home and I was like thinking about it and I was journaling about it. And I was like, that's something that I need, I want to break. Like I just want to be more comfortable in those environments. And so I really started to like embrace socializing more and kind of trying to put myself in more situations like that. And that's kind of what I was talking about when I was saying like getting out of my comfort zone is just saying yes to more people because I think I've been in a season of needing to say no for a while. Um, But our lifestyle is about to change a bit and what we're doing is about to change a bit and I think I'm going to be around a lot more people and I just don't want that to be so uncomfy. And so I feel like the more I do it, the more comfortable I am doing it and the less of an adjustment it is, you know? Like if I'm just kind of like working in my little bubble and only really engaging with people at work events or th- or at the office or things like that then it's a very different thing than like meeting someone for the first time who has like no sense of who I am or what I do or why I'm there and I have to like come up with things for us to talk about I can't just say like well, let's talk about the enneagram you know and so yeah i'm just i think just practice is makes perfect right um, the second thing that happened last week is i planned the month of may uh, that was really fun. I cannot believe we're already in May. And the video for that went live yesterday. So I take you through my whole planning process, both, you know, my organizational planning, but then like my physical kind of preparing for the month of May, getting things done around the house. And then I also wrapped up my first month of really dedicating days to specific areas of my life. Typically, I'm just trying to be like doing everything all the time. And I really wanted to give more concentrated effort because I think I thrive with just giving a lot for a shorter amount of time rather than trying to like extend that effort over the course of weeks. So I gave myself dedicated days. I did an unplugged day. I did a date with my husband, a date with my kiddo, a date with myself, Um, a gist day where I just like get things done, Um, a day of learning, a day of play and a date with a friend, which I did a lot of those this month. So that all felt really good. It felt good to have dedicated days to those things. Sometimes I did want more than one, but in general, that was a really good system for me. So I'm going to try that again in May and see how that feels. Now let's talk about what I'm feeling vulnerable about. Um, Yeah, I'm feeling vulnerable about holding the line of not shaming others, but also not allowing shaming to happen on my feed while also extending that to those who are extending that to me, if that makes sense. Like, I don't want anyone to be shamed, but that includes me shaming those who are shaming me. And that is hard to do, and I'm feeling vulnerable about it. But I am feeling proud of being open about who I am and what I think, um, creating space for vulnerable and tender conversations about the deep, experiences of growing up with shame of navigating bodies and like loving ourselves i feel really proud of that choice i really stand behind that choice and i'm grateful for the conversations i've been having as a result of that choice so yeah i feel really good about that and core desired feelings so i picked new ones for the month of may i picked self-assured satisfied and strategic So for this week, I'm gonna be self-assured by not apologizing, trying to say sorry less. I'm gonna be satisfied by being in the moment. I'm gonna be strategic by taking kind of an overview of my business in and making a path to every destination. I'm kind of opening up more income streams and I just wanna make sure I'm pointing things in those directions intentionally. And then my self-care challenge last week was to unplug from social media for 12 hours. I did that. That felt great. And this week, I want to leave my house every single day except for Sunday. I do better when I'm out and about, and I want to reserve Sunday to be like a day of just chilling out. But every other day, I want to leave the house at least once. And what's coming up in terms of content this week? On Wednesday, we will talk about the Hornivia the Hornevian groups in the Enneagram, which is also known as Stances. Friday, I am answering a question called into the podcast phone line about a time in my life where I didn't believe that I mattered. So this week is an invitation to think about how we show up in the world, how we show up online, and choosing to do it on purpose. And we're going to end with a quote from Nelson Mandela. May your choices reflect your hopes, not your fears. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I'll see you Wednesday for the next one. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s.